gonna help with that. You know what? Thank goodness the materials uh, aren't exactly here, so we're gonna do a little <laughs> bit, but we don't have to do much. <laughs> Maybe logistics, me and Trav will have a good time. The logistics no, we're, we're are pumping today. the brake. What's that? The logistics are pumping the brakes for you. Yeah. Yeah. It has been a busy week. Engraving class all started Tuesday, so of course you got prep day. Um, Dean Ness and Michelle have been here uh, all week, so we've been we've been having fun in the evenings with them. And I, I, I did wake up with a headache a couple times, but <laughs> 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 it's all good. Not you. Not me. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, they all peeled out last night. The the school did, and you wouldn't believe what we talked about a lot in the school. What'd you talk about? Design. <laughs> and how to fill space. Oh. <clears throat> it was why, cool, why was that, do you think? They, so he talked a little bit, you know, me and you about it, and they heard the podcast, some of them, and, and then I'm all the time preaching about the, you know, the, the design and, and how important drawing is. And so, um, as we were going along, most of these guys were, uh, had their teeth bit down pretty hard engraving already so so they kept you know they kept going back to filling space and you know and i was having them do like the end of every day we'd go through the gesture drawing and uh, you know researching different learning scrolls learning leaf structures and all these different things and flowers and then we um um, at the end of the day, I'd have them do a, a complete composition, just like you would engrave it, and use the pencil just like you would the graver. <laughs> and that was one of the most difficult things for them. And, and uh, the first day, of course, everybody was excited to get under the under the graver the second half, and away they'd go. And, and the second day, they all kind of looked at me and said, well, we can't draw it, so can we keep drawing it? And I said, well, sure. So there was a lot more drawing in this three days than there was engraving. And, and everybody did their fair share of engraving, but... It was a lot of drawing and filling space and how lines flow in space and what's pleasing and all that. And I, cool. I talked a lot about you, so there you go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's why my ears That's were good. burning. They were. They you didn't be. take my name in vain, did you? Well, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I might have said glue sniffer and damn carry a few times, but I don't mean it bad. <laughs> What'd you Fair do? What'd you, what kind of week did you have? Oh, I just uh, <clears throat> finished up a panel earlier in the week. I started it last week. I was hoping to have it done last weekend. One of them projects, to be honest. I, uh, we talked about, you know, more and more opportunities coming down the pike when... Mm. The longer you grind away at it and stuff, people asking you to do this and that, and I'm getting better at saying no, but I'm not saying no to everything. And oh, uh, I suck. So, <clears throat> but it's a it's a project that it's if the guy can get it done, it's collaboration between him and Herman Oak Leather Company. Herman Oak's kind of the big deal in mm. it, so it's kind of a mosaic puzzle, huge thing that ha he's invited. A bunch of different leather workers. I have no idea who all they are, but uh, sent us a panel, <coughs> Herman Oak Leather, and I 
it was chocolate leather, so that always presents a bit of a challenge. You don't get the contrast, you know, with the burnish with normal flower stamping on russet leather. So I uh, tried, to, tried to do my best, did some antiquing, stood on my head a couple times, tried to make it work. <laughs> and finally getting back to this flower carved saddle that I got to get going. And I'm on. Never a dull moment. No. Hey, speaking of never a dull moment, a uh, big old thank you to Tater Scott for oh, last yeah. week's podcast. I, I, <laughs> man, I've had a lot of comments on that. And I said, man, I, I had one guy say he needed to wreck the feed truck because he was giggling at us and carrying on and a good friend. and. <laughs> And a few people said, man, Scott was something else. And I said, absolutely something else. And they said, Kerry couldn't even say a word. And I said, well, hell no, not with me and Scott on the same damn line. So That's, that's <laughs> that, the way that our meetings were. I enjoyed that with Scott. Yeah. No, it was yeah. good. Yeah, no, shut up, I just put shut nickels up, in you guys' machine and let you go. And it works. So, yeah. you know, what's interesting I know people are cluing into this, but I don't know any podcast I've ever listened to where you toggle back and forth between funny and serious. We'll do that on a dime. <laughs> it will be totally yeah. stupid one moment and quite profound in the next. And well, it's, I'm, it's not like we're stupid. trying to do something. It's just the way it is. I don't know. That's the way we are, that's the way my personality is. I promise you that. I'd rather. I like to have. I like to get deep off into it, but have fun while we're doing it. Right. So. Well, that's that builds that safety net, doesn't it? That makes it safe. Hope so. Makes ser serious stuff yeah. gets safe when you can inject a little humor and not take it so seriously. That what's that saying? Um, life is is too important to take seriously. Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, it's all fun. I, hey, I'm going to shout out to my buddy Chris Sharp, too. I'm wearing his hat. I see and that. He's a he's a buddy that, that I've met at the knife shows, and, and uh, uh, he, he, he made me a knife, and he wants to come see me, and, and uh, he said, I'm going to build you a knife to do it. And I said, well, man, that's that's an honor. So. He built me a folder and gave it to me this last knife show and gave me a hat and big old shout out to him and a big thank you. He's an incredible knife maker and, and uh, another opportunity to learn a ton of information and and uh, what he what he has to offer. Does his own Damascus and it's just crazy what he can do. And he's a big old gristle headed sucker. He's like Scott except he's about six inches taller. And, uh, <laughs> and I, <laughs> told him there wasn't no way in hell he was getting close to me to run like hell. The minute he gives me a bad look. But he's a great guy and certainly an incredible knife maker and somebody just like us that when he gets off into it, he just can't help but go deeper, see what he can do. And uh, uh, good enough just doesn't work, right? That don't work with him. So it's fun to, fun to have friends like that that push you. Away we go. It's a, uh, it's an addiction that it is. So, I, I are, are an addict. So, Pop you calls are it too. A curse. 
it's the curse. You, uh, it's just not good enough, right? You go again. You know, the only thing with that is, and kind of tying back to what you said a minute ago about humor and taking things serious, you, we take our work serious, but if it's a ball and chain, mm. if it, it ain't, that ain't going to work. That's where, no. to me, I'm, <coughs> I was interested in talking to craftsmen and, and even people like hang drywall, lay carpet, do what, whatever, uh, carpenters, I like to ask them, what do you, what do you do when you screw up? He's kind of like a quarterback. Mm -hmm. What do you do when you throw an interception? So how do you gather yeah. things up and get back after it and stuff and develop that sort of amnesia? You want to forget about the pain of having failed, but at the same time, you want to learn from it. Sure. And I think just taking the, you don't want a knee on your well, neck or you ain't going to keep, you're, you're not long for yeah, this no. deal. You know, and, and yeah, you got to be able to, it's okay to fail. And, and in my drawing, that's the very first thing we do, like with the gesture drawing, you know, I mean, it, it is so hard for some people to, to do something that they know is going to look ugly and they're all worried about it being perfect and trying to draw it perfect. And, and the whole like gesture is movement, right? You're drawing movement. You're not drawing the object. You're drawing the movement of the object and what it is that it's doing and where it's going in the flow. And they just, they're like, dude, you are crazy. Like those scribbles, that does not make sense. I cannot do that. And I, I keep telling them, don't let it look good. Just go, be free, have fun, relax. And away they go. And, and some of them, well, it's hard for everybody, and I know it's hard for me. You know, it took, I don't know how long it took me before I could relax when I was doing it and enjoy the process of just getting it down and, and not be all tied up and balled up about a failure, right? And, and, uh, and if you mess up, who cares? And, like, and I would tell them after we get past the gesture and you get into drawing and you draw a scroll, I said, quickly get it down. Just draw you a circle and, and, and then tighten it up, make a spiral. And then when you come back over it, even if it's the perfect spiral, and it won't be, but it, whatever line you did, change it. Go outside of it. Go inside of it. Cross it. Do, do a different line. And somewhere in between all those lines that you get down will be the perfect scroll. And the more you get lines down, the more mistakes you make, then you start to refine that and actually see what is success and how it actually is supposed to work. But if you're worried about failing you're screwed it ain't gonna work you gotta get loose no you're i i could you just quoted me verbatim in my classes that i teach it's exactly the same thing i'm trying to trying to free people up so that they can just kind of get that log jam busted up so you can get some get some stuff laid down there you know the thing that that makes it hard i think is we do want to live in a world of order and yeah. all those lines do not represent order they represent chaos so so it sounds yeah. counterintuitive that you want to somehow arrive at a coherent you've heard me say this before a coherent design mm -hmm. something that it doesn't require a degree to appreciate it you look at it and with mo in moments, in seconds, you can appreciate it. Yeah. That's success, but that also has a lot of order in there. 
So the gesture drawing yeah. and loosening up all that it, stuff is chaotic, but you have to accept a certain amount of chaos in order to get to that, that order, that coherent place you want to be. Does that make sense? That's what's is happening it? in my... Yeah, and I'm wondering if that's what's happening in my business right now. It's freaking <laughs> chaos like crazy, <laughs> right? It's like... Oh, I... I mean, it's <clears throat> scary as hell, but I think this is what I wanted. I have a friend, my, my good buddy Bobby Watson says, I thought that's what you wanted. I guess it is, right? And uh, it's success in a lot of different ways, but it's some chaos. And, and maybe you need to have that, right? We need to have some things and lined out and, and uh, scattered around so that you start to realize what it is that you actually want within a business as well. I wonder if that ties together somehow. Oh, Oh, I think so. Here we are, gesture drawing in our in our businesses, and yeah, things get a little loosey goosey and stuff. That's that's me. There's no doubt about that. So I'm still trying. That's what I said a moment ago. Trying to learn how to say no <clears throat> uh, more often because that's what you're doing with your gesture drawing. You're saying no to some of those lines. You're you're cl- what yeah. I do. You're trying. You've got housekeeping. I I say okay. Now we gotta get your eraser out and do some housekeeping. You need to start eliminating some of the lines that aren't working here. So and start mm-hmm. darkening up the ones that you want to try to keep. And I guess that's a metaphor for for our business. I guess trying to figure out what I'm gonna keep here and what I'm gonna throw away. A little bit of pruning, right? Talk yep. about it in the big book, in the good book. Mm-hmm. Oh, a bit yeah. of pruning going on, and uh, sometimes I, it's uh, pain, painful. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of hurts a little system. bit, and, and I, I think uh, I, I think the pain that I got going on right now is the tree branches are full of fruit. I don't know if it's going to hold it all, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> which it's awesome. Uh, I've had to be careful as I'll share a little bit and I I share about the expense of some of these projects that are coming up. Well, I got to thinking about it. Here I am spouting out a big old dollar figure of some of the things I have and I I think from the outside hearing it they're like they might be misinterpreted, right? They may not understand exactly where my stresses are come from. It sounds like I'm whining about making a ton of money. I have to back up. It's not the it's not the money that I'm talking about. When I say a project is a twenty thousand dollar project, what I mean is is that's two months worth of work. And and it's the workload ahead of me in the time frame that I have that's creating the stress. The money is a true blessing, and I never dreamed that I'd be able to acquire some of the things I get paid right for the for what I'm doing the way I am. But finding billable hours, which we've talked about, and then me talking about, hey, I've got eight months of work to do in the next four months. How am I going to get billable hours? How do I increase? That's where the pruning has to happen and the growth has to happen and me figuring out what is it that I have to do and can do. And I'm all the time looking at Katie's business. Well, why are you doing that? You can hire somebody to do that. And here I am in my own business trying to do it all. And The little time journal thing may have me considering having a, a a helper and that may mean when katie calls and says hey i can't get the girls can you go yeah send them right they go get the girls or, or and i i don't want to miss out on life i don't want to miss out those opportunities with my girls or my family 
but during the day and trying to get billable hours is, is how do I solve that problem? And I don't know. There's a lot of learning going on right now for sure. A lot of analyzing, pruning, and to figure that out. So you've been able to hang in there with with uh, Mike Skinner's advice. Shout out to Mike Skinner I'm hanging. on uh, on keeping track of a daily log. What am I doing with my time? Six, Sixty-one hours the first week and twenty-eight billable ones, right? And that's Ouch. and that's not from the time the alarm goes off. That's from the time that. I get the cup of coffee, drink, and the devotion read and come into the shop and I clock in and do my drawing. So I'm keeping track of all the different times that I'm doing on drawings, which a lot of times is, is not calculated as a billable hour. And then from breakfast to feeding to whatever it is, whatever interruption it is until I clock out to go back in. From, and that includes lunch and you know all those different things. Is Where is the productive hours of the day spent? And, and how am I doing them? Well, it's kind of like they say on a, if you're on a diet, write down everything you're eating. And mm -hmm. there's an awareness that comes comes knocking at the door. <laughs> okay, well, here's what you've been consuming. Here's what you've been uh, that what you've been consuming time-wise. So I'm going to I'm going to take a page out of that book. I have done that before. And because uh, I was curious how, at the end of the day, I feel like I didn't get anything done. I've been right. running in one place too long. Mm -hmm. so, well, do you, are you good with Excel? Can you run Excel, the spreadsheet? I, 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 I know what it is, but I haven't ever right. used it. It's it's not hard. I know TJ could help you. And I certainly can too, but it, it's what makes it easy is it does the math for you and I can just push two buttons and it records my time, type in a, a short description as to what's going on. So like this week, the majority of the week from the time guys started showing up about 7.30 in the morning, it's just engraving class. So from then until 5 o'clock in the evening, that's engraving class. You know? And so it's just the time clock's ticking. I'm with them, paying total attention to them. I'm not worried about describing every part of that day that I'm engraving class. And that, that's mm -hmm. what it's spent on. And then, you know, when I clock out, <clears throat> if I was to, like one day I had to do a bunch of drawing, design work for uh, Prairie Forge, which is the Casper company. And uh, and they needed some design work done on some silver. So I jumped, I jumped on that and had a big audience, but I clocked that time in, designing four, right? For Prairie Forge and away I went, and Glenn's Bradley's his name. So good friend, shout out to Glenn. But anyhow, uh, uh, that time is recorded and then I can clock out. So then as I go back and I evaluate, is this time paying off in the long run with the time I'm spending? I, I can actually go back and analyze that. And I figured out how to, this is kind of cool, is I figured out how to, how to add up all the hours. Excel will add up all the hours for me of, feeding or going to get family time going to get girls or whatever interruptions it'll it'll go through all my information and pick out all i tell it what to look for and it calculates it all up so it makes it easy it's just a little learning curve on how to push those formulas so it's an app on your phone it can be it's on the, it's on the laptop or the okay. or the ipad you know um it's it, it's kind of like photoshop uh, if you think it might be able to accomplish it it probably can 
it's a big big program microsoft mm -hmm. oh, well i'll check into that i'm more of an it's analog kind of, the kind of guy accounting type of thing yeah tj he's he's done well, google sheets and all of that kind of stuff google sheets probably has a similar similar kind of a deal <clears throat> probably you can go in there and it just, it's just spreadsheet stuff i mean apple has yeah. one called numbers and way it goes yeah it's all they're all kind of the same so what's the next step for you you're keeping track of all this what are you going to do with all no, the data what, say that again what what are you going to do with all the data well chew on it right you just kind of look at it and you see you start to once you compile it and 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 that's so that's what I did the first week is 61 hours and where did I spend those 61 hours and then I look at it and say hey the first thing that pops in my head the first week is assistant right who's my right hand man that's going to right hand lady right hand person that's going to help me get 10 more billable hours so remember we talked about if I could get 40 hours a week well how uh, so I'm at 28 now well if I get 10 more that puts me at 38 and and then all of a sudden you're like whoa here we go so if i'm paying that person 15 bucks an hour that's only like five billable hours of myself right i get five billable hours i paid their wage and now I, and now i get another five on it i'm making money the math is easy so that's what i'm chewing on and now i have to say okay i'm gonna, I'm gonna hire somebody to work 40 hours a week i got to get 10 extra billable i want 10 I want 10 extra billable hours to have them in here 40 hours a week. So, so then, uh, what are they going to do the other 30 hours a week? Right. How, how am I going to manage that and learning how to run the laser and, and do the custom cutting for folks? And, and that that's a possibility. Patreon, right. Is, uh, is, Hey, let's do this. Bring the laptop over here, type this in. I'm going to keep working and rocking and rolling and, tell you what to say and do and post and video editing with all that if they so that who knows what all they can do but those are those are absolute things patreon social media um and then and then the laser that's that's a no-brainer if they if they can get to learn and run that if i can get to learn to run it if i can learn to run it and then i can share with them and <laughs> where we go but no, I, I think you got enough moving parts there in your process in your business where it looks to me like there's plenty of room for some help, if only part-time, 20 hours a week. Wouldn't 20 hours a week build some slack in your schedule? So, Yeah, it, it just, like, in order for it to work, during school time, in order for that to work, that, that part-time has to revolve around taking the girls to school and going and getting them at 3.30, right? And uh, that that's, and it's only 30 minutes, right, if it, going there and coming it's only a 30 minute deal but that's an hour a day if i if i do morning and evening and there there's my five hours right so i don't know how you schedule all that part-time and and patreon and and social media you know i mean that's a 30 minute deal which is paying for my truck and i'm happy to have it and happy to be sharing it's a cool platform but how do I hire somebody to be in here to do that too, you know, part-time? I don't know how you do all that. But the apprentice kind of comes up. It has to be somebody who's bought into your process. 
who's bought into what you're gonna you're trying to do what you're trying to say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a tar- that's a tough part is to get somebody who's it's not just a job it's somebody who's bought in a team member yeah yeah absolutely which which what Katie's done really good with a pizza joint and in uh, her commercial kitchen you know her 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 it's her family. Those people are her family, and they—they they, the branding of that situation. They're—they're they're proud to be there and be a part of her, her deal. So yeah, we would have to do the exact same thing, to have somebody. And I think that can happen, right? I mean, I—I I think I think it's part of the branding that we're talking about with social media, and and uh, you know, I don't—I don't know. I ain't figured it all out. I ain't jumped off the cliff yet, but I'm dang sure thinking about it. Dang well, sure. TJ's. He, I spent quite a bit of time on the phone with him in the last couple of days. He's hiring somebody. Is he? All the exactly the same. I mean, you just you take me out of this chair and put him in here, and it's a or you out of your chair, and it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. Same exact same challenges. <clears throat> you know what it comes yeah. down to is you you've got you see these things out there, you have a vision of where you want to be with yourself, your, your business and all that stuff. And how do I build a path to that right out there? Mm -hmm. And what it's going to come down to is what am I going to offload in order for me to get on this path and over there? Isn't that what it comes down to? Yeah. That's all it is. I mean, it, it, we only have 24 hours in a day. The, the, that's all there is to it. And, and our business model is not how do I build 4,200 of these bits. It's one of them. I'm building one of them, one at a time, specifically for you. So I'm extremely limited in what I can create, the numbers that I can create by time. And, and so how, how do I get to spend... I mean, like we said, we're in the shop 13 to 14 hours a day. Well, which includes breakfast and lunch and feeding the horses and taking the girls to school and all that crap, you know, as, as how do I get more of those 14 hours? Let's think if we got 10 of those 14 hours as billable, that we got paid for those 14 hours. And then you're like, whoa, that's really fun. Yep. <clears throat> all right. Maybe those these conversations we're having every week might <clears throat> might help clarify, get some clarity well, in what we got going here. Our our weekly therapy session. I had, have we not have not that's a reason that's we've talked about it for years, right? Every time we talk is we have a little therapy session, a little group, little what do they call it, twelve step study group that we're doing together. <laughs> and uh and it, and it and now we get to do it every week and i'll tell you a benefit now we're sharing this with the world to hear us say it people like mike skinner's like hey you idiot you don't have to invent the wheel yourself this is already people already been they've been going through these challenges for years and 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 we can get some hopefully we can get some help you know people pushing us along and i obviously i i'm always open to that type of stuff whoever's listening but because we we didn't get to where we were and are in our craft by doing it ourselves we had people around us that showed us the right way and prevented us from being having to reinvent the wheel you know that's that's ridiculous i don't want to be self-taught here 
We don't have enough lifetime. <clears throat> you don't have enough mm -hmm. lifetime to sort all that out. But well, then, just, why resort something that's already sorted? Mm -hmm. I didn't get I didn't get to be a member of y'all's group at thirty years old by trying to learn how to draw scrolls all on my own. I, people are around me saying that sucks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so. You know. One other thing I had going here <clears throat> this week, uh, just uh, what was it? Yesterday, day before, I had a I did a podcast for my Patreon page with Gordon Andrus. I don't know if you've ever mm -hmm. met Gordon, but uh, saddle maker I've from met Utah. Him. Yeah, he mm -hmm. he's a <clears throat> he and I are wired very very similarly. So yeah, we we spent an hour and uh, I sent I didn't. I had Dr. Peters, the earlier podcast guest I had, to send my microphone to Gordon. And I, after the visit we had, I said, Gordon, you just hang on to that mic because we ain't done yet. So, but one of the things we, <laughs> right. we talked about in there, and uh, I guess here's a shameless plug for my Patreon deal. You could subscribe for, what, $54 a year and pick up all of those podcasts that I got going on there. It's not as frequent as what you and I are doing, but I got that right. going. So, and uh, but anyway, that'll that's landed on there yesterday, I guess it was. I put that on there, so getting some feedback on that. But one of the things that we talked about was uh, we don't really have a conversation to speak of. You and I talked about this about design and filling dedicated space <clears throat> and the all the harmony compatibility the the architecture of the pieces we're trying to build and stuff it's just for years and years and years i looked at a fender full car fender <clears throat> and what it was was uh oh i have to fill up this space that was that was the only thing on my mind i have to fill space and eventually I evolved to a place where I started asking questions of, okay, what is this shape telling me? And what, mm. <clears throat> what kind of things would look good in this space? And, and started to look at that whole artsy thing from a more of a scientist, scientific point, point of view is to, to get, sure. let's, let's, because when you can answer some of these questions, not that there's only one answer, but, when you can do that, then you can go there again and again and again and start stretching some of those guidelines, rules, whatever. And uh, <clears throat> so I can see a place in the world. Well, I asked you there in Colorado, I asked, is there anybody in the engraving world that's having this conversation? And you thought for a moment and uh, nobody that you knew of. Yeah. There's opportunity here, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. And then so much of that, that's, that's what the discussion was so much this week, right? Like, how do I feel that space? What do I do? And they're all balled up. I said, well, you got to ask some questions. What are you trying to say? What do you want to do? What is, what is this space telling you? Space will tell you certain things. You know, we were, we were designing knife, around knife bolsters and uh, guards, and then we were doing some things uh, like a bit shank, um, Santa Barbara type stuff where you got mouthpieces and kind of big blocky things and, 
like you got what are we trying to say here and we got a whole project right we, we have a fender on a saddle but that's not the whole thing the saddle's the whole thing they all got to apply together and they all got to fit together and it has to say saddle or you're messing up because the fender can be beautiful and the skirts can be beautiful and the swells are incredible but if they don't flow together and they don't match and they don't tell the same story it's the most hideous looking thing you've ever seen right so so that we talk about that all week and uh yeah, I don't know. I I told him that first day. He said, this ain't going to be your feel-good class. You're going to go home and your honey's going to say, what in the hell did you do there? <laughs> you didn't have anything cool, right? There's not a cool little design to draw. It's still your, your same damn engraving. In three days, we're going to solve some things, but what we're probably going to solve is how I'm going to accomplish it. We probably aren't going to accomplish it in those three days. You know, but but uh -huh. we're gonna we're gonna get the tools to go do that, and the questions to ask, right? Like it, you got to ask those questions, and what are those questions? So, yeah, it is like Nicolaides said, it's a process of learning how to learn. Yeah, and that sounds that sounds kind of cryptic. The the, the more you know your subject, the better you're gonna be able to do it. Well, it, it, it increases your bandwidth when you when you start dredging stuff up, digging around in things and analyzing things, turning it inside out uh, and stuff. I need, so, I need a little more, uh, what's that part of the computer called, the memory section? Not your, not your, not your file RAM. cabinet, but the everyday memory, the RAM. Yeah, I need a little I more RAM section RAM. in my head. Yep. Yeah. But that also <laughs> comes back down to what you were talking about in, in your business. You're, you only have so much RAM. 24-hour mm -hmm. day is not a renewable resource. Right. Uh, there's only so much RAM. And when you have a lot of different programs on your computer running at the same time, then, uh, then you wind up delayed like I am. <laughs> Thinking it out. <laughs> I keep well, waiting for you I to tell me I'm delayed again. I'm I'm delayed <laughs> again. And now now this delayed is a pot again. calling the kettle black because you were in kindergarten at thirty. I was in Talk kindergarten. About delayed. Now what your your internet's delaying you again. What what did you say? I'm in kindergarten <laughs> at thirty. You were in <laughs> Tell me, tell me, I'm delayed. You were in kindergarten at thirty. Sounds to me like yeah. you were the one delayed. The pot calling. I the was delayed. Black. I was held back. You were held <laughs> back. <laughs> Surely I was right. Just look at me. <laughs> Should have been. <laughs> no. No, we're always in kindergarten, right? I mean, we never get out of it. We never, never quit that learning process. Okay. I'm not much of a, I mean, people hear me talk and, and, uh, and especially in my in-person classes and stuff, it kind of got this Zen kind of vibe and, and, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a Buddhist by any stretch, but there is a book that's called Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind. And that's exactly what, what you just said. If you approach everything you're doing as if you were a student of whatever it is. Uh, you start doing, yeah. you do that, you, you're, if you're a beginner for 40 years, your bandwidth is going to get really wide. 
your ram is gonna be humming. Yeah, th I I uh, I concur completely in that. Uh, you get that attitude. I have arrived. Well, but I, that's not really gonna take you anywhere, right? If you're there, then where are you going? Yeah. So. So if you just, you keep that learning going on and like, even in my classes, as I'm up there drawing on the blackboard at the tip of my nose, something that's three foot in diameter, it's a little hard to see it. And so you're constantly learning. And I promise what I drew for these guys this week was a lot better than what I did the first time I started doing this 10 years ago or however long, you know, so you're constantly learning and, and opportunities, learning to teach. Right, like I'm. I think that's as important as being able to do the engraving. Is teach just because you can engrave doesn't mean you can teach or carve leather. You got to be able to teach. Life is life is education. So proper attitude. Proper attitude. No, if you want to learn something, try to teach it for sure. I've I've maintained for years that probably some of the best horsemen out there are these clinicians who are actually teaching it because they they have to they got to tool up and learn it and in order to articulate turn around and articulate it and get people to keep coming back yeah they're gonna have to keep dredging up more and more stuff i will say though if the teacher doesn't allow time to continue their own personal growth and they spend all their right. time teaching the teaching will stagnate them in a bit. They learn what they know better, but to learn something that they don't know, they can't do that in the classroom because because that now if they get in a group setting like TCA, you get in a group setting with TCA and those guys are pushing you around you, then you learn a ton there. But if you're if you're the if you're the the one at the front of the class doing all the talking, and that doesn't allow you enough time to go out there and stretch yourself and and see what's uh, what what else is on the other side of the of the hill. You got to you got to keep looking. Got to keep climbing. We become the average of the five people we spend the most time around. Oh, my talking's going to slow down. I'm going to start thinking about my <laughs> words more. <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you're just hanging around <clears throat> with students or below wherever you're at that's what that's the dynamic you're talking about yeah but if you hang around with yeah that's exactly clay right. o'brien cooper and you think you're gonna rope well guess you better up your game yeah you're go. you're yeah exactly get in a truck with winners all right heard it for years heard it for years well sir shall we put a wrap on it put a bow on it and uh, oh by the way you never a little, said, put a little said, ribbon i don't see why not and go go get some work done today um i uh what did you think of my bumper music that i scared up there for us all the cowbells and the cool. horns <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's cool i'm probably going to get in trouble but who knows it's uh guy named Hugh Masekala is a South African, uh, came up with this tune. He's a kind of a jazz music musician and stuff. And Scott, he really liked it. He, he was, he thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. So, 
So I'm going to keep seeing what I can do to work the levers to get permission to, to continue to use that. But uh, Well, we give credit where credit's due, and we appreciate what what he's done, right, and sharing absolutely. his art. I hope, we I hope we're not stepping on his toes. And Well, and he's passed you know, away now. We certainly didn't come up with it, right? We're damn sure not musicians. Well, you're a banjo picker. We ain't never shared that. You plunk yeah. around a little bit, you weirdo. I'm, <laughs> I suck. <laughs> I don't. I'm not a very good banjo picker. <laughs> you ought to hear me on the fiddle, Lord. I didn't know you played the I, fiddle. I took fiddle lessons in junior high, and yeah, most of most of junior high, I think. I had a, a neighbor, close friend named Doug Moreland, who now is a famous Texas artist guy and Texas musician, and can play anything under the sun, and has a band, and traveled all over the place, and. He's quick to tell everybody how bad I was then and how much better he is now. So it's all good. <laughs> we did it together. It's fun to watch him go and do. But, uh, yeah, no. Let's just say I don't play the fiddle. No. <laughs> well, that's that's why I don't admit that I play the banjo. Well, uh, it's uh, <clears throat> it is what it is. But I I have I enjoy it. But at the same time, I just don't. That's another one of those things. If I had a lot more time in a day, I'd be a lot handier, but I just don't. And uh, is so I plink around on it and play in a little group and stuff here, but it ain't going very far, not very fast. But well, sir, well, I figure out who we're gonna have on here for a guest next time, huh? Yeah, we do need to, and I and I want to do this. Uh, as often as possible, right? And have some guys. That was that was just a, a ton of fun with Scott. And, and I think you and I obviously have some other really close friends that I want to I want to let the world know who they are, just like we did Scott. I mean, poor guy. Now he's going to have to be after all these friends talking to him, and he's not going to be able to be grumpy anymore. You know, they know who he is. So, <laughs> yeah. so we'll I, be looking you know, for more victims. We. Yeah, some victims. So next week will be be slower for me. I do. I am leaving. Uh, well, I as as everybody listens to this, I'm on on my way to Mr. Sampson's house with my dad, and uh, I'm gonna deliver some artwork to Mr. Sampson. I'm gonna spend a little time with Mr. Brown, and he and I are gonna do some shotgun shooting. So that that's gonna be exciting and fun. And I'll come back Tuesday and see what the heck happens. Go back to work. Got. Well, we got plenty to do. So. You're going to be shooting some of those Peter Chapman shotguns? Yes, sir. <clears throat> wow. I'm jealous. I'm awesome. I'm excited is what I am. Yeah. He, he said he would uh, kindly make fun of me for every shot I missed and enjoy the whole <laughs> thing. So I can't wait. <laughs> and I will miss a bunch. <laughs> but, well, I probably won't visit with you before then but say hi to mr brown and and david sampson our good buddy there in gainesville texas yeah. that'll be good yeah. and your dad i will i will for sure so they're all showing up today for a little easter family easter and not my, my dad my mom and sister are here brother-in-law's coming it'll all be fun so good, here we go good 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 all right so long everybody Take care. Adios.